Hey guys, it's Jonathan Price here today with Pastor Rebecca Acker. Hey guys! And what's today's episode going to be about? Today is a ping pong episode. So today we just talk about random topics going back and forth. Um, I'm going to start us off with something and we're just going to kind of see where that takes us and where the Spirit leads us. Usually ping pong days are really fun. And so we just kind of, it's just one random topic after the other. It's just something different, um, you know, rather than a topic-led thing. So I'll start us off. So um, what... Are there any books that you've read in your life, like, and they don't necessarily have to be Christian books, but books that, I guess, changed your life or really, like, inspired you and touched you? Um, there's this one book. I honestly haven't read many books in my life or anything besides the Bible, and I read this one book in sixth grade. I think it was like a military spy book kind of thing, and it reminded me of Battle of Los Angeles is a movie about um, these aliens that invade Los Angeles and these Marines are saving the city and everything but anyways uh, it just it made me be a lot more curious on like technology and things like that and it was just a pretty cool book like I said I don't read many books I watch a lot of videos I'll I do watch more videos so if we're would you consider videos like similar to books since I don't read books really no I mean I I don't know. I think I think I separate books and, and, and videos or, or books and um, movies, as I say. I separate them because I just feel like it's a different, it's a very different experience. Like, you know, th there's a lot of things that come through um, movies. It's 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 primarily visual, but you also get a lot of, you know, you get the music, you get the things. But I feel like with books, you have more of a room to use your imagination, more room for you to. Um, like I, what I used to do in books is if I didn't like the main character, and I know some of y'all are going to be like, no, but if I didn't like the main character's hair color or looks, in my mind I would change it up. So like I'd be reading the, the story, but I would kind of change what I wanted to change to experience the story that I wanted to experience. I wouldn't change the main plot line, but, I, but just like characters or scenery that, that we saw and stuff like that. So um, I kind of separate them. I don't know. What about you? Uh, I separate them to a certain degree. I think it uh, would uh, personally depend on the type of video because if we're watching a very graphically intense video, of course, you know, we're going to associate things with that. But then if we're listening, the way I like to is I listen to a lot of things and it's more thought provo provoking and everything. And um, I used to listen to this one podcast and everything back in the day. And I'd say, you know, I've probably listened to over 24 hours if not more, of that podcast and everything. That's why I would consider it similar to a book because I've listened to it like someone would read a book and everything. And it, it just really motivated me to, you know, s step out and, like, be an entrepreneur, really, and inspired me to, you know, jump take jump out on a limb I probably wouldn't have jumped out on before and everything. And I'd say that it was the Gary V audio experience, and that was my, you know... I guess my book, if you if you will, that really inspired or motivated me or something like that. What about you? So ironically, okay, so let me, let me start with this. So there's a scene, I don't know if y'all know the movie, You've Got Mail. It's a fun movie, um, such a good love story. But there's a part in there that Meg Ryan always says, so she owns a bookstore, she's a bookseller, and she said something. And the first time I heard it, I was like, oh, that's stupid. But then... The more I watched the movie, I realized what she said was right because I had like an epiphany moment, all right? <coughs> so she says, she's talking about books to, I think, Tom Hanks, and she says that um, 
a book, when you read a book as a child, it becomes a part of your identity like like nothing ever does before, you know? The first time she said that, I was like, what a cheesy line. And then I started to think about books I read as a child. One of my favorite authors was Dr. Seuss. He's still one of my favorite authors. Love him. He's a genius. Um, but a book that I read when I was younger that I read over and over and over again was called Horton Hears a Who. And the book says, and, and over and over and over again, when you read the book, it says, a person is a person no matter how small. A person is a person no matter how small. And when you read that book, Horton is trying to save these people that live on this tiny flower. And he's trying to get them to prove, to speak out and prove that they have a voice. And now that I look back at that, it's, I believe it's an anti-abortion book. Because it just it go because it goes through and it just proves over and over again a person is a person no matter how small, and I realized that impacted me in my adult years because now you know I love children I work with children and and I and always growing up I was very very passionate, um, very anti-abortion and I think that's where some of that came from and so when I look back at that line that Meg Ryan said in the movie I was like she's totally right you know books you read as a kid they do affect your identity and they do. Uh, become part of who you are. I'm not a big reader myself. It was, it's hard for me to get through books. The plot's got to be interesting and it's got to move. It's got to interest me. If it doesn't interest me or if it slows down at some point and I put the book down, it's it's I'm, I'm in trouble because, yeah, I, um, so some books that I have made it through that I like. So The Hunger Games. I'm very proud that I made it through The Hunger Games. Loved those books. Mockingjay was hard to get through because it was a slower book. Um, but love those books, love those movies. Um, Katniss and Peter, they're like my favorite ever. Love them. Um, some other books that I made it through. What else did I make it through? I used to read a lot of books by Neil Gaiman so that have been made into movies. So Stardust, Coraline, or Coraline, um, Neverwhere. Uh, what was, I don't know if there was another one. I stopped reading his stuff, though, because some of the later stuff that he came out with, I was like, ooh, I don't know about that. That's a little... Some of that stuff was a little too graphic, so I stopped doing that. Um, but I, you know, I don't read as much as I probably should. Now I read more leadership stuff and more um, more things that are Bible related and stuff like that. But I've read a few good things. Some of the stuff I tried to pick, I tried to read Maze Runner, y'all. I bought Maze Runner because I saw the movies and I was like, ooh, I'm gonna go back and read the books. I couldn't get past the third page. I was like, no, <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. So. Um, what about movies that have really impacted your life? Movies that you that you love? Um, movies that really have impacted my life and everything was um, more recent when I saw was Limitless. It was not really the the plot itself that like or what exactly they did in the movie that inspired me because all it was was about this type of medicine they created and everything that basically would. You, you pretty much became smarter pretty much your brain started working differently and everything and then the word limitless started coming to mind and everything and I, I, I always started to think from there on out are you like limited in a sense or are you limitless and that was pretty interesting when uh, some other ones that uh, I'd say you could inspired me and everything was I loved I loved war movies and action movies and stuff like that and uh, a lot of those to me it's the opposite of you know, there's so much you know violence in a war movie and everything, but it almost showed me how how important life is. You know how easily it can be taken for granted and stuff. And uh, another movie that really inspired me, I'd say, was uh, Ford versus Ferrari. Not really the racing part. The racing stuff's cool. I love cars, 
but it really just put into me like I would love to be my own Shelby America you know have my own electric car company and stuff like that I was like I could do that I want to let me change the game of racing or whatever but for electric cars or something like that I think that'd be cool what about you so obviously I'm gonna say the Hunger Games movies were amazing um, <clears throat> probably the most touching movie I've ever seen and I don't watch them anymore and I will explain why which it will probably open up a big can of worms but hey I'm here to tell the truth and that's it um, the most beautiful movies I think I've seen are the Lord of the Rings movies they when I tell you I wept in all of those to just a, a deep extent beautiful music um, incredible characters um, I mean the actors that were that were cast and the way that they did scenes was just I mean it would wreck me emotionally and there was biblical symbolism and everything I had to stop watching Lord of the Rings though because I mean I it was so bad like I knew Lord of the Rings so well that I could listen to the soundtrack and I could tell you exactly where they were in the movie and the voices that were used were just absolutely incredible I, mean, I even hear some of the songs in my head right now and it's just like I just want to weep <coughs> but I had to stop watching it because I'm very against Harry Potter all right I'm not a Harry Potter person um, I'm because it's openly it's witchcraft in your face I mean it's it's oh these are good witches that go that go to a good school there's no such thing as good witches okay witches are witches witches are evil um, God says there's two kingdoms the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness so I'm very against Harry Potter very against witchcraft all right um, and so for a long time I would I would um, be uh, against Harry Potter but I would support Lord of the Rings but then my brother actually one of my brothers actually told me something that made me think and he corrected me on it he said but the Lord of the Rings has wizards in it and he's right Gandalf's a wizard and um, Saruman uh, is it no Sa yes Saruman is a wizard and I mean there's witchcraft in that too and so I had to be like you know what I can't say I'm not going to support Harry Potter but then turn around and support Lord of the Rings so I had to stop watching Lord of the Rings and, and, and that but I I will say though that the way those movies were done the way they were made everything from from the casting the actors to the movies to the scenery everything about those movies is exceptionally beautiful and touching and it was I mean I, I those movies like and it stinks I hate it I hate that there's wizards and stuff in them because like I said the biblical symbolism in there was stupid I mean it was so like there was I would I would cry to such an extent and and the movies actually gave me hope you know because there was there's a scene and I, I believe it's in the two towers and spoiler alert if you don't want to know what happens then you know don't don't listen to me right now but <coughs> where they've been humans and and the humans and the elves and that that came to fight and the dwarves and stuff they they all came together to fight um, and they've been fighting all night against this evil demonic horde of orcs and um, and Gandalf tells them you know I don't know if he said on the third day look to the east where the sun is and they've been fighting and they're exhausted and and uh, and Ara, um, Aragorn I, I forgot his name Aragorn is that it Aragorn or Aragorn or, or whatever tells the king he's like ride out with me I mean the king is sitting here like we're defeated how can we fight against such reckless evil and he Aragorn's like ride out with me ride out with me against him if we're gonna go out if we're gonna die fighting let's die with honor you know so they ride out into this horde of just evil and they're just slashing and slashing and slashing and you can tell that the, the men are just exhausted and all of a sudden the sun rises in the east and 
they look to the east and, and they see this figure on a white horse and he has this army behind him. And this army, the way it's shot is it shows the army coming down the hill and with the music and, it, and it's biblically symbolic of Christ coming on a white horse. And when I tell you every time I saw that, I would get chills all over my body and I would just cry. It was gorgeous. Like the hope that, it, there's so much hope throughout that whole movie. And that's why I say I hate with every fiber of my being that there's wizardry in there. Because those movies, they're just hands down, I, I think, the most gorgeous movies ever made. But other than that, I like Mission Impossible movies. They're fun. So anything spy related? Oh, ugh anything spy related and stuff where they're like in impossible situations that they have to get out of stuff. I love it so much. Go ahead, John. <laughs> so, so while you were talking about that and everything, I started thinking of other movies, you know, that I thought of or didn't think of previously. And some those like Interstellar and The Martian and things like traveling to other planets and things like that. And that just inspired me. I'm like, I know Elon Musk is great in a space company, but I'm like... That's your hero. <laughs> I'm like, I'd love to... It makes me want to go to space. I'd love to go to space one day just to see it. Because if you think about it, you know, God created all everything and all of it. And it's... I, I personally, and I think Rebecca can agree here, space is beautiful. You know, there's a lot of beautifulness it's out gorgeous. there. And it's like almost... To, in my mind, I'm like, it's created... So let's go look at it. Let's see it. Let's explore it. You know, I'm all for it. You know? It's funny because he asked me earlier, he was like, would you go in a rocket and go out and explore space? And I think space is beautiful. I love, I love things about space. But I'm, <laughs> ever since I saw the movie Apollo 13, ever since I saw that movie, I'm like, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, and I know things have come a long way since then. And I know, <coughs> like, that was an old movie. But Excuse I mean. Me. That movie's so intense, man. When they're like up in space and Houston, we have a problem. And then it's just like they're just trying to survive up in space. And and it's, oh, I just don't even want to be in a situation like that. And so I'm like, I love space. It's beautiful. Would I want to travel on a rocket up there? They'd have to sedate me first. <laughs> they'd, have to, they'd have to probably give me some Valium and then wake me up halfway in between and be like, look, there's a planet. There's some stars. Like... <laughs> But, um, but yeah, no, ever since I saw the movie Apollo 13 where they struggling to get back home to Earth, I'm like, praise the Lord for dirt <laughs> and water. Praise the Lord for the ground. Hallelujah. That's the way I feel. So, so yeah. Almost makes me think of Jurassic Park. <gasps> That's another movie that I love. Jurassic love Park. It. Y'all. It, okay. Honestly, when, so I started watching those when I was about three years old, pulled out the Let's see. What, what I watched the very first, you know, Jurassic Park. I watched that one first on VHS on this big old four hundred and fifty thousand pound black TVs. Y'all, I'm sure y'all all remember those. <laughs> the ones, you know, was only about twelve inches by twelve inches, but weighed five hundred pounds. You know, those TVs. Yes, but yeah, I watched that and I was like, wow, I'd love to. You know, it made me love animals more. You know, I started thinking like, I. You know, almost want dinosaurs back because of it, it's just this intriguing, intriguing to me on how the genetics and how they can bring that back and everything, mm-hmm. and it just it was interesting. I like I'm a I'm a Jurassic Park fan. I don't like the whole evolution thing that they throw in there. I just I hate that because I'm I'm you know evolution is a pile of crap. 
Um, I don't care if I lose subscribers. I'll say it again, evolution's a pile of crap. Um, but I do really, I really, I just love Jurassic Park. I think it's so cool. It had so much action and stuff in it. And I really liked what um, uh, Jeff Goldblum, who is the man, he's in that movie. He's just so great. But he, he talks about the seriousness of playing God in that. And he's like, you know, y'all, I, oh, there, oh my gosh, I'm trying to remember the quote. There's a quote <coughs> he says in there that's so good. And it says, um, are you going to look it up? There, there's a quote yeah, that says, uh, I'm going to see if I can figure it out. It says something like, you know, you know what? He, he says something to the effect of, you know what's wrong with the knowledge that you have? It didn't cost you anything to obtain it. He said, you know, you took what others have researched, you took what they, they've done, and then you added one more step, and now you're, you're selling it. You want to sell it. You want to put it on lunchbox. You want to... But he, he was really just telling John Hammond, like, you know, you're trying to play God. You don't even have respect, you know, for nature. You don't even have respect for what you're doing, and, and you're not even, you know, you live in this dream world of everything's going to be safe and stuff, and, and that... This dream world of control. It's like what um, Laura Dern said later on, Dr. Sadler. She's like, because they were sitting at the table talking, and Dr. Hammond said, when we have control of it, and she's like, you've never had control. That's the illusion. She's like, the illusion is when you step into Jurassic Park that you have that, that it is being controlled and that you have control. But she's like, you've never had control over this, you know? It's always been out of your hands. Um, you can find all kinds of cool stuff in movies, but, but what, yeah. Was it the quote, uh, you were so busy wondering if you could, you didn't stop to think if you should? No, but that is, the, he said that at the same time. He's like, yeah, he's like, you know, <coughs> he's like, you're, you know, you were so busy um, seeing if you could make these decisions, but yeah, if, whether you should, whether it's ethical or not. But I love Jurassic Park. I don't know about y'all. I feel like the first one is always going to be the best movie. They've come out with a lot since then. The first one was good. The second one was eh for me personally. The third one, the action was great, but it was too quick. Um, the, the fourth one, um, I think that was Jurassic World. I was better than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be trash. I went to go see it, and I was like, this is going to be terrible. Jurassic World was great. Now, the last one they came out with, I was a little disappointed. I'm not Very gonna lie. Disappointed. Yeah, I, I haven't was... even saw it, but saw <laughs> clips. I saw clips and Whatever. was like, I saw clips and was like, no, I'm going gotta, to avoid. It's, it's worth the watch to keep the series going. It's worth the watch. Um, now the new one they're gonna come out with, and I think I don't know if this is Jurassic Kingdom or Fallen Kingdom or something like that. I'm interested to see how that works out because now it's it's dinosaurs on the Earth again, like. Not on the earth, I'm sorry, but like dinosaurs and people together in the city and stuff like that. So I'm anxious to see what how that plays out and what that looks like. Um, another movie, that movie series that I have always loved is the Batman series. Batman is my favorite superhero. I love Batman. Um, what do you think about Batman, Jonathan? I, I personally like Batman because he's like he's like the guy who saves the town, but Everyone still hates him. You know, everyone still <laughs> wants, to, wants to kill him. What? <laughs> well, you got to think because, you know, he's defeating the bad guys and, you know, everything. And But at the same time, there's still everyone who doesn't want Batman there, you yeah. know. And then it's like, it almost thinks, it just made me think about how, you know, a, a lot of us want to, you know, cl claim God and everything in situations, but... 
at the same time we'll do things that push God away you know mm-hmm. and I think that's something you know you could think about is you know we we all want God in our lives and everything but at the same time we do actions that could you know push him away or limit God in a way I don't know that just came to my mind everything so y'all are gonna think I'm crazy but um, I'm, I'm switching gears from Batman I do love Batman but I just, it just made me think about something so um, the movie Superman Returns all right so that was the one that had Kevin Spacey I think as Lex Luthor once again went into the movie theater was bored I was like I'm gonna see this movie this movie's gonna be crap I wept I cried and some of y'all are like why so of course with Superman Superman is the prime superhero where there is a lot of symbolism to Jesus you know he's sent to earth um, to save to save the earth you know by his father you know and stuff like that but there was a scene in there that like when I tell you I got chills and I cried in the theater and it reminded me of, of God so there's there's a scene where Superman you think he's dead like he's been he's um, Lex Luthor did this thing where where of course you know it's always kryptonite that he uses and uh, Superman is just surrounded by kryptonite and he has been like severely beat up and I think he's sinking in the water and it looks like that he's dead and all of a sudden, so whenever whenever he was coming to Earth, you know, the, the way that he learned and got so smart is, um, according to the movies, I've never read the comics, so so help me if a comic person's like, you know, that's not right. When he was in the, the little ball spaceship thing coming to Earth, his father was teaching him, and he heard his father's voice, and his father started telling him who he was. His father started talking to him, and, and he heard his voice, and his father would teach him about Earth and teach him about things, and, and, and so it does a flashback to when he is sinking in the water and he hears his father's voice. Oh, it's going to be hard for me to talk about this. He hears his father's voice and his father is saying, you know, you are my son. This is who you are. My breath is your breath. My strength is your strength. And he hears it. And the guy who does the voice of Superman's father is so, um, not his earthly father, his his biological father, is so like, I don't know. Anyway, so Superman starts hearing his father's voice coming through, and you just see him slowly come back to life and regain his strength. Well, once again, spoiler alert, if you don't want to know how super a big thing for Superman Returns, like, turn this off now, okay? It's an old movie, but still. Later on, Superman finds out that the little boy that Lois Lane has, because this is him coming back to Earth after he's been gone for a while, the, the son that she has is his son. And he go at the end. He goes back and he visits his son, and his son's laying in the bed, and his this, the boy doesn't know that he's in the room, but he begins to say the same thing that he said that his father said to him. He said, "You know, you are my son, and I'm pleased with you." And he says, "You know, your my strength is your strength. You know, my voice is your voice, something like that." Just beautiful. Like I cried so bad in that movie. <laughs> I cried so hard. But it was beautiful. Once again, it was an, it was a great example of something that was beautifully done in in cinema. You know, like when people do movies right and they man, they could do some stuff. You know, and I'm a very visual person anyway. So anyway, that just came to my mind. So Superman Returns, watch for that in the movie. Watch for that because if you are a child of God, that will that will wreck you. In fact, I think I'm going to look it up later tonight. I think I am, and because I may just watch it this week. I don't know. <laughs>
Jonathan, what, you got anything else to say? I think everything I've had to say has been said. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. So that's it for this episode of Ping Pong. Hope you enjoyed something different that we're talking about. Maybe you can uh, think about some of your favorite books and movies as well. And I hope you guys have a great day. And we will come back uh, to you later with another podcast. See you guys. Bye.